Hi, this is Arik and Aurelia, and we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think, but in the end, we leave that up to you. Either way, what we have to talk about is ageless. So it's really incredible how we are already pretty much in the middle of April and in my 2022 forecast I talked about how uh, well actually we co-wrote that together that we talked about the really big transit that's occurring on April 12th so it doesn't matter if you're listening to this before on or after because it's such a huge event that happens uh, every 12 years or so and I think one of the first things to kind of bring into awareness is these special events, like these unique opportunities that maybe some come around once in a lifetime, some come around every 12 years, some come around uh, every month. Every month. So do you want to talk a little bit about just seizing the moment? Hmm. What does that even mean? Well, to me, seizing the moment never has meant more or less than being present. Because if we are present, then we can feel exactly what the energy of the moment is. And then we can act or not act accordingly. Because it's not always that we have to do something, you know. Sometimes we're supposed to not do something. (laughs) Okay, let's just break that down because that was really packed. So first, you dropped the present bomb. Sorry for that. What I think we have to kind of define like what does being present mean, and then you also dropped an action bomb. So let's just take them mm. one at a time. So what does being present mean? Present means that right now, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you. And I have no other thought in mind. I mean, sorry, guys. I mean, now I'm talking to you. So, you know, now you have my full attention. But now I'm getting back to talking to Arik. And now he has my full attention. Mm -hmm. I am not on my phone when I talk to people. I am not eating or I am not like drinking in terms of slurping stuff away (laughs) okay i mean if i have to take a sip of water but then you know this is like very clear that now i'm with my water so i'm basically doing what i'm doing as the old zen saying goes nice so being present is doing what you're doing yes and it's just like it has nothing to do with what others think you're doing It's really just doing what you're doing. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, I could look so engaged and have my eyes wide open and this like half interested, half curious look on my face when I look at you. But really, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm doing all kinds of things (laughs) that have nothing to do with you or what you're saying. You know, I might fantasize about what we're going to do later or... I might think about this guy who treated me poorly and I have a grudge or, you know, all kinds of things. And hey, you guys, you all know what I'm talking about. And 
So to the outside, it may look like I am totally engaged, but only I am in my own mind know whether I am or not. So being present has to do with time and space? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I say that I do one thing at a time in this space right here, like don't let my mind wander or, you know, try to multitask, which I know is like so trendy, but right. nobody really can do it. Right. So that you read my mind kind of because I think it's interesting. These podcasts are not scripted, at least not by us in typing <laughs> and writing them out. But it seems that you read my the script in my mind because I was thinking... Like, you can't do many things at once and be present. No. You have mm -hmm. to really just be present with what you're doing, which may require you... Because I remember that was a really big-ish hang-up that I had with being present, which is, you know, one of the number one things you've you've taught me. But it was like, well, so that means that then what? Like, I'm just kind of like, I can only do one thing at a time, which means <laughs> I can't manage, like, a lot of things at once. But then I realized, like, no, you can be present. And if that means being like a ringleader and you have to be present being a ringleader and you have many different things going on in many different rings if you use the circus for example yeah. then you're present as a ringleader but if you are a trapeze artist or if you're a lion tamer or if you're the cannonball guy then you have to be present doing each one of those things but if you're or like an um in an orchestra and you're the the, the maestro oh yeah, yeah. The, the conductor then you're you know you can't just being present doesn't mean okay only the flutes you know because then it's that doesn't mean being present like you dumb yourself down but it's you're being present with space and time that includes yeah. everything in it yeah because then you're not a conductor i mean you have to be present with what it is that you're doing and if you're conducting an orchestra that's supposed to be playing a symphony then you know, of course, your being present at this moment looks like you have your focus, your undivided focus, like you're present with mm -hmm. all the instruments, with all of the notes. This is why, you know, there aren't many good conductors, because can you imagine the amount of focus you need and what kind of a mind you need to have? To be present with all of that. And then in that case, you know, to me, it's like such a miracle on top of it. Because a lot of the music that they conduct obviously creates a lot of emotion. Yeah. And so you have like hundreds of people in an opera house and you're conducting that piece of music. And everybody out there has like an emotional reaction. And you cannot get lost in that. You just still have to stay with all the instruments, with all of the sheet music. So if you're present, you can't get lost. That's right. So how, like, how difficult is it to be present in today's world? I mean, there's so much going on. I mean, how can you be present in today's world? Yeah, that's a big one. Being present used to be so much easier because, I mean, let's just imagine for a second how information used to travel. You know, yeah. if I would want to reach my cousin in the next village 
and the village was like five hours away, then it was a minimum of five hours until, you know, the male or a person just walking through could be there and, and give a message to my cousin. Mm. I mean, if I was lucky and I had a horse and knew somebody who was riding, then of course, you know, it was like maybe half an hour. Or a bird. Yeah, that's right. Or like messenger pigeons or something like that. Mes- yeah. <laughs> Whatever they're called. I'm sorry, I don't want to Or smoke signals. Or... Yeah. Mm. But even then, you know, you have to create the fire therefore you have to gather the wood and and it it was a long time there was a lot of involved and today i mean i don't even know the amount of information we have like available to us in a second I yeah mean, what is the the streaming what they did like uh in a test environment 300 terabit per second or something like that. I mean, that is a lot of information. Yeah. That's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I don't even know how you can be present with all that information unless you're like AI or something. Mm. I don't know. Just putting I it out there. AI. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, yeah. But that's obviously, that would be true. You know, that would remind me of this one... Uh, scene in one of the Star Trek's next generation where my most favorite AI data he uh, was tempted by the Borg Queen for 0.0000000 seconds and for you know his neural net this is like an eternity right so it's like we have a lot of energy coming at us but maybe our vessels cannot handle it entirely so you talked earlier about being present and then taking the action so if you're present you know what actions to take yeah if we go back to the example with the conductor he knows exactly what to do because he reads whatever's on the sheet music in this uh, bar that he's looking at that's supposed to be played. And then he knows exactly what to do, you know, Mm -hmm. if he makes the drums louder and the flutes to stop or some other wind instrument is going slowly in the background or, you know, the violin comes in. I mean, he knows exactly what to do in this moment. And you may say, oh, duh, what a stupid example, because I'm not a conductor, but give me any other example, and I break it down to that. Okay, a teacher. A teacher Like a school what? teacher. What grade? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Teaching what? The alphabet. Okay. <laughs> Which letter? Z. Okay. The last one in English, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Okay, so here you have your answer. The teacher knows, okay, this is on my itinerary today. We're teaching alphabet to this room full of wonderful mm, three years old or four years old. And we come to Z and I know what to do because here I pick a picture of a zebra 
mm-hmm. for example. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly how it was. I don't, I can't remember if it was kindergarten or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's exactly how it's learned. Like you learn with examples and mm-hmm. actions and zip, you know, or you just mm-hmm. like, your brain associates with certain actions and stuff like that. So it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, because the teacher knows what to do. I mean, a card of an ape will not help if he wants to teach about Z. Mm-hmm. So presence is a very important thing. The thing that makes life livable, actually. And, um, you know, you could say, well, of course, she has, she has that example of the conductor and then she makes things worse by giving me an example of a kindergarten teacher. My God. No, guys, I'm telling you, it really is that simple. If you break it down... It doesn't have, I know there have been books been written about the eternal now and this and that. Yeah. And that's all great and good. But really, if you break it down, it is as simple as I have just said. Because if you really focus on this one thing and you know exactly what it is you have to do in this moment, the moment is all there is but it's easier said than done i mean that's beautiful and that's true but it's way easier said than done because you could be in a moment where you know that you need to do something but you chicken out yeah well that of course is always an option and i think it's beautiful (laughs) you say that being present is the way to live life it's like the solution to live life or however you said it mm -hmm. i think this is beautiful because i think a lot of times what happens is that people do a lot of things to avoid being present because of trauma like say for example they were in kindergarten and their teacher like they got the answer wrong and something happened and then they have some trauma and so now it's like they want to avoid revisiting that issue and they think that they're avoiding presence by being present was something that they didn't resolve like kind of just skipping over it Mm. and then thereby they're not present even though they think they are present but i think if you're omitting something from the past you cannot be present in the moment no because uh, that part of you you have not lived and so you're stuck you get in that moment like you yes you're anchored to that present and I know, you know, this sounds really, really, really crazy, but also very terrifying. Yet, on the other hand, look around. I mean, how many people do you know who, what psychologists called, are emotionally five years emotionally old or age, six yeah. years old or, mm-hmm. or whatever? And there is like no way that let's say, yes, if this happened in kindergarten and they got an answer wrong, that they can freely learn. There's no way. No, not and uh, let's say, but they did get the answer wrong, and on top of it, you know, they got made fun of by their peers. Uh, Then they will forever, or until this is resolved, you know, have a moment being present in groups. So, could you say that then astrology could then be used in a way that? We're being kind of guided or scheduled to become present with things that we 
have chose to suppress or just kind of gloss over so that we can be more present? 100% because uh, like astrology or the movement of the stars generally or, or personally yeah, yeah, time. Patterns of time. Yes, yeah. that mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, the, the patterns, patterns of time. time. Mm-hmm. You know, they completely tell us where we stand with things. And that is very, very important. Because, you know, I could have the greatest magic happening to me if I'm blind to it. Then it doesn't happen. Then it's like I said, it is like the that moment of life passes me by. Now, if, you know, I have uh, the great good karma, how you want to call it, to have a good astrologer pointing these things out to me, saying, hey, you know, take heed. On this day, this and this is likely to come up. So prepare yourself, and when that moment comes, react differently. Right. So then I think like this a is, foresight. Yes, exactly. It's not a prediction, but it is something where I say, you opportunity. know, it's yes, an opportunity will arise and you can take it or, you know, you can just walk along as always. The situation will arise because the energy is there and, you know, you still feel like, no, I cannot learn. It's like the chickening out that you... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely missed on opportunities before in, in my life. And uh, no regrets, but also just learning big learning experiences where it's like, wow, I had this opportunity and uh, I didn't make the most of it because I was not equipped so I don't know if it was really an opportunity or not or just kind of like a preparation for future opportunities Mm -hmm. where I was equipped so I think that's a whole nother issue because if you're not really equipped for an opportunity like say oh I could have gone bungee jumping but I don't have a bungee is that bungee jumping no not really but it could have put you on a path to get a bungee to take lessons or understand I don't know either way the point is is that I have had different experiences where I have chickened out and missed opportunities and if I could have been kind of more prepared to see, like, oh, like an opportunity is coming up to like kind of prepare a little bit more. Like getting your cord before the time. Getting my cord before mm-hmm. the time and then saying, like, oh, like getting my bungee and then, oh, then you're going to be able to use it in a month or so. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, oh, I'm prepared. I can do it mm-hmm. rather than miss out on the opportunity. And then I think this is what's so mind blowing. We've been talking about this uh, for a while now. Like how so many opportunities have been missed while people have been locked down. 100%. But what I want to also say, and this probably plays right into that, is because then um, you don't have an excuse anymore. See, I mean, if you had a bad experience about, you know, showing up to something that was considered outrageous, okay? So now the opportunity comes around again, like with that wheel of fortune that you said, like that keeps spinning. And now uh, you can go bungee jumping again. But hey, you know, you don't know anything about it. So here you stand and you say, well, I would love to do that, but I can't because I'm not equipped. See, and this is like where then people, like they don't want to change. Like it's now it becomes about the not having the equipment and not about 
that fear of jumping anymore. Oh, the excuse. The excuse. I don't have the equipment, so I can't do it. Uh huh. That's right. And that's really sad. That's very sad. Mm-hmm. That's intense, mm-hmm. but it's also really inspiring because you could say, "Okay, I don't have the equipment. How do I get it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, then it's a little bit, you know, it, it, after the fact yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe the group of people you were with they already did it. You missed that opportunity. Maybe that jump that you could have made would brought you in touch with your soulmate. For all I know, you know, this will maybe, never be known. Maybe, but I think the universe is all redeeming you know within mm-hmm. reason i mean it's yeah. not enabling but it's redeeming yeah so maybe this transit that's coming up is going to bring back opportunities that have kind of slipped away like that have gotten a little bit illusioned or dissolved from neptune or we create new opportunities which could also be because i think it's so interesting we've been talking about this for a while like how many skills or opportunities or um how do you say, um, situations have been lost, you know, Neptune being lost, also not, you're not being present, how many things have been lost just over the past two years, Yeah, being locked in, Yes. and these things, I mean, they can come back in one way or another, however, not in that way, because Never. reincarnation, for example, we come back. We're we're the reincarnated or having a rebirth. Okay, there are two different things, but either way, you'll never come back again as who you are now. Never. It's a one I mean, time unless, only. You know, unless like you're in Groundhog Day or something. But even then, it's <laughs> no, different. He changed every time. Every time he was woke different. Up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Every time was different because mm-hmm. even if you really, because you know, time like you can, mm-hmm. you can be reborn in different. Um, like you can be reborn in the past, like as we know it, or the future, like or different eras or whatever. But it's like, it's still going to be different. Totally. It's not going to be the same. No. Even if it's the same, it can never be the same. It's only unique in that time. So these opportunities are lost. They are. They're, They're lost. 100%. So I think it's a... But life that has not been lived. Life that's not been lived. And in order to mm-hmm. compensate for all the experiences that did not happen, I mean, just... I mean, I really don't want to <laughs> sound like this crazy person, but... No, all the people you did not meet because you could not be social. Right. All the people, you know, you mm, could not have what I call a full face encounter because you had to wear a mask and stand like two meters away. Yeah. I mean, I know this sounds all trivial, but Mm -hmm. it's not. This is life that has not been lived. Uh, We have talked about it like, um, what if a person, you know, was supposed to meet their soulmate? I'm sorry, but soulmate's so close to my heart, you know. But like had to travel and couldn't travel because there were travel restrictions. And now this moment has passed and who knows when all the circumstances right again that they can meet again. I mean, just imagine all the things that needed to happen for you and I to meet. Yeah. I mean, this is like intense if you think about that. Yeah. And these moments, like they can slip away like that. Yeah, and I, and being locked down, they for sure happen. And, and, yep. and the mm. way then people compensate for not living their life is staring at a screen. Yeah. 
being a watcher. I mean, I remember this was one of the first teachings that I sat in on when I, when you were like formally teaching like that, which is like how you said that we've become a society of watchers. And that really stuck with me. And, and, and this makes so much sense now to see that because we live vicariously through others. But also I have to say, I think the main motivation here is to not hesitate because think of the skill set also that gets diminished. Yeah. Now I've I've been using astrology like professionally for many years as a professional astrologer, but I've always been intrigued by it since I was little and you know digging into my mom's books and getting online and mm. reading everything and figuring out how chart calculations are going and saying oh my god this is amazing you can do it on the computer now i don't mm-hmm. have to do it you know with the crayons <laughs> or whatever and and it's it's it was really interesting because um i think it's like if you want to do something but coming from the other side of presence if you're working towards presence then you should just do it. I mean, this could be like, you know, Aries talking, but I really feel like sometimes you should just do it. Like you should just do it and see where you go because I can even just speak for myself. Working with my chart, I had to overcome so many fears and it was almost like this wind-up toy because, I mean, we were all in lockdown for a while because at the beginning there was no options to move out, right? And then it was like this wind-up toy of actions. And then as soon as I could act and, and do it with bravery, it's like I've been on this rocket ship, you know? And so I think it's really interesting how each and every one of us, we can do that. And to not feel bad about ourselves for missed opportunities, but to say, no, I can learn from this and I can become inspired to seize that moment, to be present, and then to know what to do. 100%. Or at least to see what, what I need to overcome to 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 live my life. 100%. It's but, your life. But for that, in order for that to happen, you have to put down your device. Yeah. And I mean, and this is one thing we have been really strict about in lockdown. You know, we still... We're abiding by our rules, like no device before nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, there are other things you have to do in the morning that are really, really more important than the uh, last post on Instagram. You know? Right. And then anyhow, we have the rule to never have a device uh, at the table. Mm-hmm. And we uh, were abiding by that too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we made an extra effort to connect. Yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I love I love connecting uh, without the device. I totally agree with this, whether it's to um, other people mm-hmm. in the world. And, of course, I connect to you with the device when I'm not around you, of course. This is, like, as a tool. Mm-hmm. But I know who you are. You know, mm-hmm. I know what's going on. It's I think there's different ways to use that. But I, I, I really feel that, the, on one hand, the technology connects us even more, but a little bit more shallow. Mm-hmm. You know, so it creates a wider connection, but it's not as deep. You still need both. 100%. You need both. 
oh, you know, I'm the first person to say yes to that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, that we... I mean, if we're still talking lockdown, you know, lockdown and being present. I have no idea what we're talking about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just present with it. Okay, yes. I can't tell right. you what it is. <laughs> well, for me, it's still like we were lockdown and being present with lockdown. And there I also, I just can hear you say, well, you know, it's easy for you to say because, you know, you're a couple and you're together, yeah. but I'm living by myself. And yeah. No, and Oryx said it so nicely. You know, we sometimes have to be separated like every ordinary couple. Like if he goes on a business trip and I stay with Saya. And and then, yes, then we use the technology. Or, you know, my mom is in Germany. I'm here in Italy. Or when I lived in America, my mom still was in Germany. And... You know, we would, you use FaceTime and that's technology and this is wonderful. This is a great way to connect. I'm not saying that. Of course, we all like to have a hug. But, you know, in lieu of that, like having FaceTime is a great way to connect. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all the things where I have heard people who didn't even want to connect on FaceTime anymore or on Zoom or whatever because all they wanted to do was to zonk out. Right. And zonking out is like, you know, being clickbaited from one thing to the next and yeah. like totally spacing out and in the end not knowing what they even were looking at or what they it's even were reading. It's happening to a lot of people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And these are the people who will not get back into presence until they get so distraught that they maybe do something bad to themselves. Okay, so what's the solution for that? Listen to our podcast and be present with that. <laughs> Seriously, like if use your device in a meaningful way. Yeah. I mean, find a station, you know, that is giving you inspiration or, you know, learn something. I think it's about learning. Yeah. I think it's about learning and making the effort to connect. And I think it's also really important to know that you have to be brave to act and yes. to act and to be present. And yeah, this is a very important podcast to listen to. And nobody should, you know, hurting yourself is not the answer. I mean, I've actually, I've heard of a lot of people, you know, kind of going down mm. that path yes, because, because they, they, they don't see a way out, but I think it's important. So we have the, the full moons every month to use. And then, um, you know, a really intense, powerful process to kind of reboot yourself and, and to know. Just to learn, yeah. learn from your mistakes. Just I learn. think that's the most important yes. thing. Yes. Just learn from your learning. mistakes. Learning, learning, learning. Learn from your mistakes and be inspired to be a better you. Yes, and you know from your work with the brain that you know, um, and the um, like hypothalamus or whatever it's mm -hmm. called. You know, it's like the thing that makes us happy as long as it's learns yeah and if it stops learning it starts to shrink and then we age and become unhappy 
Yeah. And this is the only reason, I mean, the way I understand it is why we're aging at all, because we know we stop learning because first of all, we've been there, done that. And stopping to learn is exactly the same as stopping to be present. Because the moment I am present with somebody else or something else, I am changed. And that means I have learned something. So with that said, you can re-listen and relearn this podcast because this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Please share with someone in your reality. Subscribe and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.